Hi, this is Ansel Cisse with Real Game, brought to you by Basketball Psychology, the show that brings basketball and other sports to you in a way that you can easily understand. Here I'm, I'm here with CG and Mike, and today we have our third key to building a confident mindset, which is mental preparation. And I'm gonna let you guys so, take it from here. For mental preparation, so the first key that we wanna hit on is before getting into the preparation and building that confidence, the first thing you have to remember is don't start the race in last place. Put yourself in position to win before you get to the actual opportunity. CG or Sue, would you like to dive deeper into that? Yeah, like I talked about putting yourself in position to win or to be successful before it even happens. Uh, a big thing with that is mind over matter. Having the mindset that you will be successful or that you will receive the outcome that you're looking for because uh, the more you start to just think that you'll be successful, the more that it will actually become that. To touch further on the mind over matter part, I think that something else that you should you should have a grasp over and don't start the race in last place is visualizing your environment, visualizing what you're what you're actually going to do Most definitely. and going out um, there and getting it done. To kind of go off of what you guys were talking about, this all relates to the conversations that you're having in your head. That positive self-talk is one of the biggest things that you can have in terms of getting yourself prepared for the mental um, tribulations that you, that you might have and or the obstacles that might come your way. So the things that you're telling yourself, which CG kind of went over, and how you visualize yourself, which Sue went over, is definitely big. That is the first step to winning in any situation that you have. So making sure that you're having those positive self-talks is kind of what I'm trying to get at. So one of the key things that we kind of discussed was what you think is what you become. Would you guys like to kind of like dive into that a little bit? Uh, what you was talking about with the positive self-talk, uh, that's a big thing. And the main thing, I think those talks that you have with yourself, they should be mindful and purposeful just so you get something out of it uh, that you can apply to what you're doing. And those self-talks, they can happen uh, before you do something where so you try to build your confidence up before but also during because while for example while you're playing basketball not everything is going to go the way you want it to go something's going to go wrong but you have to be able to have those positive self-talks be able to keep your spirits and your confidence uplifted um something else that you touched on what you think is what you become and it is also in kind of a sense, like something that we always hear growing up, you, how you practice is how you play. So with that, I feel like the thoughts, the thoughts that go through your head and the thoughts that you're thinking while you're playing, if they're positive and you go out there with a positive mindset, good things will happen. 
But if you go out there with a negative mindset and you're just, you maybe you're the last guy off the bench and you get a chance and you're just like, man, I'm not going to play. You're going to go out there and you're going to do some bad stuff. And you're going to, that's why you're not playing. You wasn't mentally, you weren't mentally ready. And that you just, you just missed out on your opportunity. To kind of speak on um, a personal experience with the positive self-talk. I know a lot of times for me, um, before, before games or whatnot, those conversations that I would have with myself in terms of just believing in the work that I put in and believing in um, who I say I am. You know what I'm saying? Those Those things are what I feel were most important to me performing the way that I wanted to perform. That was me winning the battle with myself before I even got there in the actual game situation. So that's just a personal experience that I can kind of relate to that positive self-talk thing. I was going to say, uh, personally, positive self-talk was that I learned that I think I did a pretty good doing beforehand, like how I wanted to perform and what I, but during was definitely something that I had to emphasize more and just continually positive, positively reaffirming, like that I am who I am or trusting the work that I put in. And I feel like that's something that everybody do. It just takes a conscious effort like you have to intentionally do it and yeah after that it's, it's a problem for real fact and for all my people of faith it even says in the bible that faith without works is dead so like if you did the work and you don't believe in it of Bad. course it's not gonna work you know what i'm saying or if you got faith and you didn't put the work in yeah the tuning out distractions where to start? Our distractions very important to just being mentally focused, mentally that's what you're trying to be able to do. There's going to be distractions everywhere, whether it's distraction your current situation, like on the court, distractions that are going on, distractions in life that you have to be able to manage navigate through uh they'll be able to to get done what you need to get done and whenever you're able to consistently tune out those distractions you'll be able to confidently accomplish what it is what you want you talked about being locked in so i i, I pose a question for you for both of you with being locked in, how do you actually know that you are locked in? That's a great question. Um, and I feel that this might be something that a lot of people haven't actually unlocked. And I personally believe that the greats are the ones who are able to unlock this consistently um, and more often than others. So, um, Speaking of people like Kobe Bryant or the Michael Jordans, 
I feel that they've actually figured out something in terms of unlocking this because in terms of the game, a lot of guys will tell you that when it's your game, it's your game. You can't really explain it, but you know that it's your game. Everything feels good that's coming off your hand. Um, the handles feel tight. Defense feels that just feel at a different level. Um, so to answer if I know when I'm boxing, I'm in tune with myself and I feel like I'm one with basketball in a sense. So so in that sense, it just feels like everything is flowing from your mind to your body to actually like the feel of the ball, like physically. everything is one. Yeah, everything That's is one. Everything flows together. I think uh, when you are locked in, your attention and your mind is focused on what's relevant at the moment for a game. You're getting your form right, the handles right. Like you're doing everything, all the little things that you worked on before the game. So it can be ready during the game. And then also throughout the game, as things go on, you know you're locked in when, <clears throat> let's say you finna get a, a pass for a shot. Getting ready, you getting your feet ready, your hands ready to catch. You getting it perfect. As soon as you catch it, all you got to do is catch it, shoot it. Your form is just how it's supposed to be. You're not thinking about no other stuff like, yeah. Oh, what if I, what if I miss this? Like I just missed my last shot. What if I miss this one? No, you, you locked into what you're supposed to do, and that's catch the ball, and shoot it, open shot. It was definitely. I'm honestly starting to believe that, like, it's um, it's more about the numbers, I'll say. So, like, we speak about percentages and different things like that. Um, and the more practice that you put in, the higher your percentages starts to go. And it's the same thing with um, a lot of guys will say being lucky. The more work you put in, the luckier you get. So it's like... At the end of the day, it all relates back to that work that you're putting in, which will give you extreme confidence. And I know that you will also agree to this, that when you're in the game and you feel like it's your time and you're locked in, you have extreme confidence. You get what I'm saying? I feel like y'all touched everything with just being locked in. Like, I could just re reiterate a few things that y'all said, just – being locked in is laser focused, right? going knowing knowing your game plan and knowing exactly what you're going to do. Something that we already talked about, visualizing what you're going to do, and just being laser focused and going out um, there and get and doing I your job, agree. getting it done. Um, one other thing that I kind of wanted to bring up in terms of tuning out the distractions is controlling the controllable. That's a simple way to kind of help you understand what we're saying when we're saying tune out the distractions. So control what you can control. I mean, that's a that's a great, uh, great statement to live by uh, in life and in sports. Like, I know a lot of players complain about their playing time, their coaches, like that's not really like you can only control how hard you work every day, uh, the extra work that you put in to become better, uh, 
uh, mindset to approach every day with. So more so just worrying, worrying less about other people and more about how you can improve yourself and become a better version. Even further than basketball, but on a personal level, like control the controllable, that's, that is a life statement. Like that's something that I've had to talk about in my personal life just to make sure that I'm okay mentally. Like, because if you, if you don't and you try to go too far back or think too far ahead, right. you're going to yeah. drive yourself crazy. So what you just you're saying have to that too, like cute. thinking too far ahead or like thinking too far back. That also brings up a a statement that I heard before. I living in the past makes you stressed, and living in the future makes you anxious. At the end of the day, when you catch yourself living in the past, it brings that stress towards you. When you catch yourself living in the future, it brings that anxiousness to you. That's how your thoughts are um, veering towards the future or veering towards the past. Try your best to. Bring yourself in the present moment, and that'll help take away some of the stress and the things that all of us go through. That was deep, bro. Yes, I like that quote. quote. I just bored. man, hold up. People better yeah, start tuning deep. in, that's man. We, you can we, live got, by. we got a lot of good information and heat, man. We definitely do. Dropping gym, gym after gym after gym, bro. And at the end of the day, it's all about helping others out throughout this journey, man, because at the end of the day, life is life. Man. Yeah, it is what you make it. Yeah, like it is said, we make it because we enjoy it. And those that are coming behind us, we want to see the, the next the next generation. That's Most definitely. Just basketball news, just – Something that's happened in the NBA recently. Okay, I have two okay. things. <laughs> well, three things actually. We have a trade. The, the Lakers just traded Taylor Horton Tucker to the Jazz for Patrick Beverly. I think that could be interesting. Number two, I have KD. It reneged on his um, <laughs> trade request and is running it back with the Nets. And number three, Chet Holmgren out for the season with a foot injury before Let's touch the on season the trade. starts. Who do y'all believe is the winner in this situation? I have my mind made up on who's the winner in the trade, but. Yeah, I'm going to have to go with the play. I think it's really one. Yeah, most definitely. When you when you surround somebody who's already a dog around just pure talent and like MVP level guys, that's dangerous. That's yeah. dangerous because he can just mess up the game whenever, <laughs> and you got those guys controlling the game whenever. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Aside, aside from all the antics that Pat Bev provides. He's a pretty solid rotating player. Oh yeah. I think he'll provide a good veteran presence that the Lakers are kind of I would leader, but at this stage in his career, he's gonna let a vocal leader. So I think Patrick Beverly will help bring that out of LeBron. 
one thing I want to say is on every team, you need that one guy that's just going to go out there and bite somebody. You need that glue guy. And you need a guy that's going to go out there <laughs> and hit somebody bite, if, if bite need a person be. on the court, bro. For real. He's a gremlin. <laughs> He's a gremlin. <laughs> He he is definitely a grimmer. That is Kodak on the on the um, basketball court. <laughs> okay. How do y'all feel about KD returning? Do you feel like that means anything for the Nets with them getting Ben Simmons back healthy? Obviously, KD comes back, so Kyrie's going to be there as well. How do you feel like that shakes I'm things sure up in the East? Coming back, but I don't really think. I don't think that really makes him a true contender. Anytime you got talent, Kevin Durant and Kyrie, like they they're gonna be in conversation. So it's to see how it plays out. That's a fact. I think if everyone is completely bought in, then they'll have a serious chance to be a contender. But if everybody isn't bought in, and and once and once the same goal, then it's not going to work. It's going to be hard to do that with everything. Like those guys, those guys already starting to see before the season, asking for trades. Like the locker room yeah, isn't going to be. It's probably going to be very some stuff cool in the air for sure. with that. It's definitely going to be a lot in the air to start out the that, season so. for sure. <laughs> if if they win some games, then hey. Everybody gonna be like this, happy. So we'll see. <laughs> Last but not least, though, um, how you feel about the Chet Holmgren situation, man? He's he went he went number two. He went two to Oklahoma City. Guy gets hurt in the Seattle Pro Am game, and. Today we find out that he's out for the season. Yeah, it's always tough when you see how do you feel about that? young guys get hurt, especially that type of setting. You know, it's anything on the line. It's just for fun, for entertainment. I hate that it had to happen that way, but I think it could be a blessing in disguise for him. He could take a year to get his body right, uh, obviously recover. Uh, what is it? His foot. So obviously, take the time to heal. Yeah, it's a foot injury. Uh, physically, get stronger. Uh, continue to work on his skills, and he's a, he's already a great player. So I think that year off can can definitely help him just get more accustomed to the NBA game. Um, I'm scared as far as that, Mike? what the NBA is going to do in terms of the coaches allowing players to start to continue to play during the summer because it's like, okay, you just drafted this number one guy. He's out playing and now he's out for a whole season and (laughs) you're not even benefiting from him at all. So that's one of the things that kind of scares me. But other than that, I think he's going to continue to, um, get better. It might be something naturally good for him, like CG said, uh, in terms of him getting stronger and um, just becoming more skilled. So 
that's my take on it. Let's, let's see what you got. you guys on this one, bro. I'm going to go against you guys on this one. So, a big thing about Chet was his frame and how small he is or how, how slender he is. And in the NBA, he's going to be playing that four or five position. And those guys are big. So this injury is kind of scaring me because it's like it was a it was a freak accident, but you just never know what you're going to get from him because that, that was something small. And the NBA season is 82 games. He's going to be banging every game with these big guys. And he has that slight frame. So I just – I don't – I don't know what I'm going to get from him. That's a good point. That's a good point. <laughs> hey, we're going to have to see how it play out when he come back. But watch, he's going to come back like Giannis. He's going to be. It'll definitely be interesting. Nah, we're going to see. He's going to come back, yo. You never know. Thank all the, the listeners, the viewers, man. We appreciate y'all. Hope y'all keep tuning in. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell your girlfriend, tell your barber, man. I don't care who you tell. Just tell somebody that we got the pods for y'all. <laughs> pods for y'all every Friday. We'll have another episode. We're going to continue the, the Confidence Series next week with the fourth. We're going to keep it on wraps for y'all, though. Uh, again, the podcast available. YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music, iHeartRadio, uh, whatever you need. We got everything. Again, thank y'all for listening. Thank y'all for tuning in. Micah with me. We got my boy Sue. It's DG, and we signing out. Peace. One love.